0: Good morning, this is Market Moves with Matt with your host, Matt Giannino. And I did not do a podcast the last two days. Was pretty busy figuring out some car stuff. But I am back for Friday today to finish up this week with a market update. And like I said, the last two weeks were the bulk of earnings season. So right now, we kind of know where the market stands, and how those earnings lined up. They were spectacular, I would say, and many companies beat revenue and earnings per share by large, large amounts. So as an investor, that's really good for you because now we don't have to worry about that. And since the market is now at a cheaper level, this kind of gives you a good reason to maybe do some hunting for a good stock for the next 10 years, 20 years for your retirement fund. So, yeah, everything's cheap, so I am going to do some searches and scanning through TD Ameritrade and like I said, um in my last podcast, Warren Buffett values certain metrics with companies and so do I because His results have shown that they work over the years and he is someone I like to model my investing after. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to be searching my companies based off of the PE ratio and the book value and the dividend and all that good stuff, assets, debt, and yeah, just look for what's cheapest because that is what Warren Buffett would do. So this podcast is all about investing like a billionaire. So that is what we're we're here to do. And just an FYI, I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. This is just my opinions and something fun to listen to for your commute home. Or if you're wanting to get into this stuff, it's a really good intro podcast. So with that being said... Yeah, the market does look cheap now that earnings are out, and the VIX is now down to 15 again. Like I said, I'm hoping it stays there, but one of the most important things I've been seeing is this huge protection of the 200 moving day average, and uh, if you haven't heard my other podcast, it's just the average that traders look at to gauge sentiment. So if if we are above the 200 moving average, it is a buy signal, or a hold signal and if we're below the 200-day, it is a sell signal. So right now we've been protecting it a lot which means we wanna be above it or these algorithms and trading bots don't wanna go below it. So I th- I find that very, very important and that is something I've been watching out for, for sure. And like I Said in my other podcast as well the the Bollinger bands on the Daily have been getting tighter and tighter, and those moving averages have been getting closer and closer, which just means that there is momentum being pent up, and we're getting ready to pick a direction finally, so mm-hmm. this may happen for a little while, while longer, but right now I see it as a positive sign because we haven't dropped below that 200 moving day and we've been also creating all this stored momentum. It's like stored energy, potential energy. When those Bollinger Bands, which are the volatility price bands around the price on on a chart, so if you're looking at a chart, Bollinger Bands, if you put them in, they expand and contract and when they contract and get close together, that means that momentum is being stored and all this energy is being stored and we're going to get ready for a move higher very soon. So I do see that and I see those moving averages getting closer, which also means momentum is getting closer and being stored. And that just means that we can pop very, very high the next couple of months and hopefully just keep this trend rolling. So that is what I'm thinking and that is what I'm looking for. Other than that, the only thing that could slow down this market is the rate at which the interest rates are raised. So a double double rate for you. Yeah, so interest rates, if you've been listening, has been a fear of mine and a fear of a lot of other investors because it gives investors another avenue to put their money into and they are getting to points where they're attractive again, and that's scaring investors. So if the rate at which the Fed says they're gonna increase it it goes up at any time for this year or next year, it's gonna spook the market. And there's a lot of other factors that play into rates and a lot of other ways they could increase. So it's kind of bound to increase in the next couple years. So I honestly think it's unavoidable, but you never know, and you never know how the market's going to take it. They may swing their attitude and be fine with it, but as I said, it's another form of competition, so that's kind of the biggest thing. But yeah, keep your eyes out on that. That seems to be the only thing to slow down the market. We kind of shrugged off trade war fears again yesterday, so I think that is not a big deal anymore. I think that was just... Banks using news to create volatility and the volatility just creating fear for the investors. So sometimes when volatility is high, you can see news really rock the market and it looks like it has a big impact, but it's just because volatility was high. And when volatility is low, you can really see what news matters. So right now, volatility is getting back to a normal level. And we can kind of see what is affecting the market again. So it does not look like trade war fears are affecting it. So yeah, if you're new to investing, I would suggest going to my old podcasts, check them out, and try to get into this market at your own pace. And once you have money in, it's very easy to start learning and get invested yourself because you're a part of the game essentially. So If you're new to investing, just get a part of the game. Throw some money at a company you just believe in, and we can learn the metrics as we go. You'll be able to follow the earnings and all that that come out, and it'll just be fun. But uh, That's kind of my take on the market. I just see a lot of energy being pent up, and it's bound to be breaking towards the positive side, in my opinion, so... Be on watch for that and check it out. I am going to finish up the podcast with just a Bitcoin update. I've been watching it for, well, pretty much for the last couple of weeks. And Bitcoin is almost heading towards $10,000 again. So we're getting to that level where we're only 100% moved from the high of, of $20,000 So that sounds ridiculous, but uh, another 100% move is not crazy for Bitcoin. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think actually buying is slowing up right now. And I am waiting for the next breakout. But uh, the cool thing with Bitcoin, and someone pointed this out, and I actually believe it to be true, is that Bitcoin has been leading the direction in in the stock market. So when Bitcoin makes uh, 5%, 10% move higher, the market seems to follow the next day. Or if the Bitcoin sells off, the market will sell off. So yeah, I don't know what that means, but it could be a good gauge of what's going to happen. And it's just something cool for you to have to put in your toolbox and see if it lines up with your thoughts because if it does if it does happen to be true, it can be very valuable to you. So basically, the theory is Bitcoin is more speculative, so investors are the first to sell that, and they're the first to buy that. So once they buy the first speculative thing, then the market opens, they buy that too. So it's kind of like a precursor to what's going to happen with the market. So... The Bitcoin thing is, in my mind, still really interesting, and I'm still following it, so keep your eyes on it, and I think it's going to be very relevant and start making a bigger impact in the financial world, and the real world, for the next couple of years. You can already see it's being integrated into funds and portfolio allocation, so I think you'll be seeing this a lot more in years to come. So yeah, today we went over just a market update and a Bitcoin update. Since it's Friday, just wanted to check in and make sure you guys were updated with the market. I just got news Apple hit an all-time high, which makes sense because Warren Buffett just released his holdings from the first quarter and he put a bunch of money in Apple, about $12 billion. So it is now taking off because we have, we have the Buffett followers going on the train. So that must be leading the indexes at this point. So yeah, that's all I got. Enjoy your weekend. This is Matt signing off. Peace.